Uh, ben Lawrence. Paul Goody, how's it going? Hey, it's going all right. Um, so tomorrow, Jennifer Pratt, uh, my wife, it's her birthday. That's right. And we are going to go to karaoke. Because it's something that really? she wanted to do. I would not peg you to to be karaoke people. Um, okay, so this is what I'll say, and I, I'm not proud about this. But you may know Kevin, uh, Jennifer's uh, roommate from when she yeah. and I were dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a 50th uh, birthday party. At his 50th birthday party, uh, there was a karaoke machine. And Ben... Paul. After a while, people stopped using the karaoke machine. <laughs> and I was like, can I use the karaoke machine? And they said yes. And so I was just, I did it way too much. Uh, it, it was were very exciting. Doing, were you doing karaoke in earnest or were you just messing about? Oh, in earnest. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing, uh, I was, I was doing very well in my opinion. I thought I was doing great. Uh, I I have not checked in with Jennifer about what she thought about it. Um, depending on what sort of uh, medication I was on at the time, I may have been doing uh, well. I may not. But here's the thing. I felt like I was on pitch. I thought I was doing a really good job. And people seemed to be enjoying it. I uh so I, don't know. I have a I have, I have a very complicated relationship with karaoke. I I was in Australia of all places. Uh, technically I was in New Zealand. I was yeah, in I was uh, in New Auckland. Zealand. Fun fact, New Zealand not Australia. A lot of uh, a lot of people from both countries will mention it to you. But, but I I know Kiwis hate Aussies and and no, Aussies don't look very for, favorably on Kiwis. To me not being an asshole to you. You had a trip to Australia that you did while you were in Australia. You took a yes. slight trip to New Zealand and then over, went back to Australia. I went over to, to New Zealand. It's not yeah. that I don't think New Zealand's part of Australia. Thank you exactly. for pointing that out. I, I anyway. Needed, I needed to point that out because uh, I, was, I was being Because otherwise asshole. people might think you were just being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was in a bar in Auckland and there was hardly anybody in it. It was a karaoke bar. And there were probably, and I was there, it was like, it was late at night. I was just like, I didn't want to stay. I was staying at a hostel, you know, and at hostels you have shared rooms. So I, and I didn't really feel like hanging out in like the common room. So I went to this, I went to this bar that was down the street, just sat at the, you know, sat at the bar and had a couple beers. Uh, well, the, like the same five people went, uh, took turns on the karaoke machine. And it was, you know, you could tell they were the regulars and, um, and I was just flipping through the book, right? And the bartender was like, "Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to sing a song?" And I'm like, "Nah, I don't want to sing." But I, I got close. I got real close because I'd had a few drinks, and I'm like, "I'm in a country on the other side of the world. Nobody here knows me. Nobody here, like, I could give a fake name. Nobody's not gonna know. Yeah. Nobody, you know, they're gonna know I'm an American. That's about it, right?" So I'm like, why not? Why not? And I'd never done karaoke before, karaoke before here in Seattle, even though I've I've gone with friends to to yeah. uh, so they can do it. And I'm and I almost I almost did it. Like I got so close. Wow! But, but I you didn't. didn't. I, I walk. I didn't. Paid my tab. Walked out of the bar. And then when I walked out, I realized that the karaoke machine was being piped through speakers <laughs> to the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, glad I didn't do that. Dodge However, now bullet. this is dodge a bullet. Now this is why I think my relationship is complicated, and not just why I don't like doing it. I love rock band. Like, I'll set up rock band here at the theater and invite a bunch of people over, and we'll play instruments and sing, and I'll sing. You know, I'll cut a rug. But I won't do it for karaoke, and I don't know why that is. I don't know would why I do, accept one, but not the other. Would you do rockaroki? Now tell me what rockaroki is. Rockaroki, I don't know if they call it that anymore. It was it was called that at one bar that I I never went to. I don't go to bars. You know this about me. Is that with a live band? 
it's a live band that it's a cover band, but anybody can come up and yeah. be the lead singer. It's pretty pretty inventive, yeah. I think. If you if I were I in a band and there when we had no lead singer, of course, number one, I would try to become the lead singer. You know this about me. <laughs> but number two, yeah. if no one was having it, we would just become that and then we'd have a new lead singer all the time. Oh, have to point out, uh when I got out of the Air Force, one of the first jobs I had was I was an MC at a karaoke bar for a while. And I had I these, almost these fake vampire fangs that I would wear when I was doing it. I yeah. I and I almost people became, hated me. I almost became an MC karaoke a karaoke MC as well. I don't know if you remember this story, but a, a friend of ours bartended at a bar and asked me if I wanted to take over the karaoke hosting that they did like on, you know, Thursdays and uh, Wednesdays and Thursday nights. And I got, you know, I almost did it. And I thought, well, that would, maybe that might be a, um, a good character is the, uh, the karaoke host who just hates karaoke. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'll, one more, uh, one more thing, which I was going to bring up, but I completely lost my train of thought. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> that's what i'm here anyway. for ben yeah it'll come it'll come to me uh but yeah the yeah. oh uh, that's what it yeah. was i was gonna see? bring up do you remember what, yeah do you remember when we went to go see uh speaking of like bringing people in from the crowd to be your new lead singer were you at the tiger lilies show when they were like our drummer has just died yes and they're like and he was like kitta can it does anybody want to come up and play the drums for us and nobody did it. I was really surprised. Nobody took them up on that. Yeah, there was a... Oh, you and I went to see Mr. Show one time. And yeah. And they they had the um, the joke. You know, they had the one-armed drummer. And the, and the joke was that they were trying to kick the drummer, the one-armed drummer, out of the band. This is a sketch. They are trying to kick the one-armed drummer out of the band. Uh, and... It was because he was a bad drummer. And they were trying to break that to him. And he's like, it's because I have one arm. And they're like, uh, no, 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 you're just a bad drummer. And he wasn't listening. And and then people would try to, okay, well, hey, I'll explain it. They're saying that you're just a bad drummer because you have one arm. And they were like, no, no, that's not what it is. And they went to the crowd and they said, could anyone please explain this? And I knew what the joke was, and I wanted to do it, but they were asking people over in the in the front thing, and yeah. no one there got the joke or did it. So it's a very sad, sad day for me. <laughs> and you know me, I am I have no qualms about getting up on stage at a thing. Uh sometimes people then, hate it when I do that. Then- uh you but. you would have loved this tourist destination in Deadwood, South Dakota, Ooh. where they do a reenactment of the trial of the guy who shot uh, Wild Bill Hickok. Wow! And um, and uh, when Blair and I were on a road trip through Deadwood uh, a few years ago. We went to this thing because I'd been to it with my dad, and my grandfather when I was like in junior high. And I remember they did this whole thing. I remember it being in like an actual theater. Uh, but when we went a couple years ago, it, w- it was like in the, uh, like a conference room, you know, like, like a banquet room, not a conference, yeah. but like a banquet hall, right? Chairs just set up on the floor, a tiny stage. <laughs> it's, just, anyway, it's just in the basement of the Marriott. Exactly. We were the only people there who were like under 50. and wow. And so they... They would bring up all these uh, old people. I say old, you know. They're the Deadwoods. Deadwood is like a cruise ship, but on land. It's like a casino cruise ship. It's like the the, the, the most of the tourists are, uh, you know, o- older. There's lots of gambling, and it's it's close enough to Sturgis that there was a lot of Trumpism going on there. There's like a whole Ooh. store that sold like you know. 
uh, uh, Trump looking muscular, like standing on top of the flag or some BS yeah. like that. Anyway, that being said, uh, also, we by were the, the youngest way, against against flag code. Yeah, you shouldn't stand exactly. on top of the flag. Exactly. So many, so many things the right does is against flag code. Uh, but we were the youngest people there by far, and the dude would come out, and both Blair and I had to go up and be in this reenactment. They would bring up audience members as witnesses, oh. and I discovered that they don't like it when you play along. Wow. They actually prefer... Because I was playing along. I was like, all right, I'm not uncomfortable being on stage. I'm uncomfortable right now, but in <laughs> general, I'm not com- I'm not uncomfortable being on stage. So I adopted a character, and I was playing along, and I was ad-libbing, and they effing hated it. Because oh, they didn't no. give me a script. Everybody else got a script, but they pretended to lose mine. And so the bit is watching this poor audience member squirm, but I wasn't having any of it. And... <laughs> Eventually, they did hit. They pretended to find the script. It's all part of the bit, I'm sure. They pretended yeah. to find the script that they were going to give me, and then that's. And I went. You know what? I wasn't far off. I was kind of nice. proud of myself that I wasn't far off of where where I needed to go. That's that's good. But, but yeah, you never mess with another man's hustle, Ben. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. But but you know as well as I do, Ben, there's nothing that the funny guy in the office hates more than someone being funny at the same time as them. Yeah. They're used to, to people... Like, if you... Especially, ooh, Ben, the funny guy who's only funny because he's quoting other people's stuff. <laughs> and then you know the stuff, so you finish the joke, and then they get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I was talk- uh, look at who it is. It's Edward. Hey, Edward. Speaking Guess of uh, quoting other... around in uh, stinky stuff today. Edward was. But oh, stinky- that wasn't you? No, it wasn't. I took a bath recently, actually. It was nice. Um, the stinky stuff that, that Edward was uh, rolling around in was just plants. It's just the, this one weird-smelling plant that he loves to roll around in that but, I can't yeah, stand for whatever reason. Yeah. I uh, Speaking of uh, quoting other people's things, you know, there's that whole, like, joke-stealing thing in professional stand-up comedy. People get accused of it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I was talking recently about comedy because we were having our selection process... For Sketchfest, uh, for this year's Sketchfest, and we t- we got talking about you know like what's like what's acceptable what's acceptable comedy these days like what's what's being what's what's considered edgy and what's considered just being racist yeah right and so I was talking about George Carlin because like when I was like George Carlin was a very formidable comedian when I was growing up like I based mm-hmm. a lot of my comedy on Carlin but I've actually like. I got all of his albums on, in my iTunes, and every once in a while something gets pulled up, and it's actually, it's it's I don't want to say it's embarrassing, but it's not aged well. Yeah. And there's this one, and I'm like, oh no, Carlin, I want Carlin to be timeless. But there's this one joke that I know he stole from Billy Connolly, because I know Billy Connolly did it like 20 years before I heard Carlin do it. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, George Carlin? You're not stealing a joke from Billy Con. You, are you assuming people in America don't know who that is? Uh, m- many people in America don't know who it is. But what was the joke? I, I, I'm interested. Uh, it's a bit. It's a bit crude. But uh, basically, the joke is: uh, Why do people in Scotland take sheep to the edge of a cliff before they're going to shag it? It's so that the sheep will push back more. Oh wow! So I heard yeah, yeah. I heard Billy Connolly and Billy Connolly, a Scottish comedian. I heard him do that on an HBO special back in like the mid '80s, and then you know, oddly enough, that same joke, almost word for word, shows up in a Carlin HBO special about yeah. 20 years later. And I mean, you know, it, it, time and place and all that. Billy Connolly wins it. Yeah. Because when I heard that, that was sort of like the beginning of the end for Carlin for me. It's like when I heard that, I'm like, oh, George, no. You know, Ben, interestingly enough, you're you're uh, you're lying in 10 things I hate about you. Uh, 
<laughs> it has to do with cheap and I and I just I just now I'm wondering the are there goats has got to be has got to be a change that they wanted there to be made so that the trailer could be shown on television. I'm positive. Yeah. Which is I, a crazy uh, standards and practices thing. It is. It is. It is crazy. I don't know exactly why they made that change, but I've always wanted to believe that if they had put me into the trailer, if they had put my voice in the trailer, they would have had to pay me more. Yeah, that's I've always, true. I've always, yeah, because it's on TV, and this was like before streaming and all that, so I, I, I've always kind of believed that. But, I mean, you have a good point. I guess goats is le- goats are less sexualized than sheep that's, are, That's what I'm enough. thinking, yeah. Because I remember, yeah. um, uh, was it the X-Files? Something had a standards and practices person on, and they were talking about how, how you could show poop, but if you showed poop, it couldn't be moist. For example, like all these different things that you could and could not do, just the the varying degrees. There was a uh, there was a mad um, uh, cartoon, a mad mad magazine cartoon yep. that was in one of the books that I had that had. It was all about like dog poop, you know what you can do with dog poop, and but they were like, we can't realistically show dog poop, so to represent dog poop, we're gonna show these sausage links. You know, these connected sausage links. And, like, yeah, for the longest time, I, I always uh, associated, like, sausage links with dog crap. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. They don't think about that. Oddly the psychological enough. toll it's going to take on you. Uh, I I remember Jeff. Jeff Soul, friend of the podcast. Edward hates him. Uh, had Cracked Magazine when I was a kid. And that yeah. was my first real exposure to uh, Cracked. And then Cracked became an internet sensation. They did a they really did. good job uh, making their own website, and then, I thought. Like, I, I stopped following Cracked after a while, but I heard that they beca- they sort of like became overrun by SJWs and sort of lost their, lost their humor. Interesting, Ben. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's true or if that's just if that rumor was just floated by somebody who was like fired for for whatever reason. Well, here's what I do know. I do know that they they had a stable of of really funny guys and gals that they uh, that they had, and then that crew of people sort of. I don't know if they got paid too much or they were, but they got sort of replaced by a new group of people. Yeah. And that's kind of when I fell off a little bit. Um, so let's see. I, I am thinking of a thing and I'm trying to describe to, to figure out how to describe it. Um, I have a situation that I'm monitoring. Let's just put it that way. Just a work thing? I, I can neither confirm or deny what kind of a thing it is, Ben. Okay, uh, then. There is someone who is... I can't tell. It's, it's one of two things. Either one, they are trying to do a thing... Like, have a plot that they're trying to execute. And they're executing it very badly, so it's very obvious what they're doing. Or, they are... They consider themselves a good person. So much so that the thing that they're doing is subconscious. They want to do a bad thing, but they aren't actually doing it. It's coming through with them being a good person. Does that make sense? Like, it's one of the two. I'll give you an example, Ben. Let's say that there are a bunch of old ladies and a casserole recipe. And They're at a casserole recipe? Old ladies and they have a casserole recipe. Right? They, they yeah. have a casserole recipe that they worked on themselves. Right? Together. They, they made these tweaks to this casserole recipe. And one of the old ladies in talking about the other one, right? Uh, let, 
um, let's say it's a tuna casserole recipe. I'm just making this up. Said, um, well, I don't think that my tuna casserole recipe or Becky's tuna casserole recipe, I don't think one's necessarily better than the other one. But I do know that when my nephew ate Becky's casserole recipe, he got food poisoning. So, you know, that's that's something that happened to him at one point in time. So either one of two things are happening. Either she's going out of her way to try to sabotage the rep- Becky's reputation. Or she doesn't know what she's doing and she just keeps on bringing up this food poisoning because she she she's guileless and she doesn't know that subconsciously she doesn't like Becky. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. And I I am stymied, Ben, as to how to to react to this as I am the person who is let's say making a casserole uh recipe uh story for the local paper like i'm writing about and i'm like do i (laughs) do i put this thing about food poisoning in my story because i've heard it now 10 times or do i leave it out because i know that technically she's doing something obviously ben i would leave it out is what i would do because you're assuming that she's got ulterior motives. I'm assuming she has ulterior motives, and it, and I can write the story without putting that in there. <laughs> I know she wants me to put it in there because she's mentioned it every single time we've talked about it. But yeah. I can, I can leave it out. That's well, I mean, thought. it's lo- I mean, maybe you should contact other people who've eaten. Was it Becky's tuna casserole? Yeah. To see if they've gotten sick. If they got food poisoning, if it's a safety issue, maybe do some due diligence. If it's not, then, and it's not an important detail. That's a really good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to the other people. Now, now the problem is, of course, that the other people that I have to talk to. Died uh, from food poisoning. No, are, are basically <laughs> Becky's family. So, so I can say, hey, uh, is, have you ever had food poisoning when you've eaten Becky's tuna casserole? And they'll be like, no, no, of course not, no, never. Yeah, of course. You know, so it, you can't trust anybody. It's a like I said, Machiavellian, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones, lots of lots of problems. Hey, Ben, what's going on in the news, my friend? What Anything? is going on in the news? Uh, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's, it, the world is on fire. There was, uh, there was a, a, a like a pipe that burst in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, and there was yeah, like this, I saw that. Yeah. Gulf of Mexico on fire. And that was at the same time where the Northwest was under a heat dome and like it got the official high here was 108. Uh, Portland, the official high was like 116 or something. There was That's a town crazy. in Canada. There was a town in Canada. I can't remember the name. I think it's like Littleton or something. They hit a they hit 121 wow. Fahrenheit, and then the town burned down. It Whoa. was that that was a little wacky. Things have cooled off here a little bit. Oh, but the biggest uh, the biggest story that I that I've heard. Uh, as far as politics go, is that um, Texas is about to pass uh, these um, voter suppression laws. Mm. And so the Texas Democrats left the state to prevent the Republicans from having a quorum and passing these uh, voter suppression laws. And the governor of Texas, uh, Greg Abbott, has threatened to arrest these democratic uh, lawmakers who left the state, uh, even though constitutionally he is not allowed to, but that didn't stop uh, uh, that didn't didn't stop him from saying that. And uh, Ted Cruz, of course, was uh, talking about this and just got slammed for uh, the reason he left Texas back in February. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you should just keep nothing about yeah. that. Just. Anyway, one of the uh, yeah one of the rules that was in the provision, uh, or I'm making up words. One of the provisions that was in the law was 
that they were going to outlaw early early voting on Sundays after 1 p.m. And that was focused specifically towards black congregations Churches, who right? have yeah souls to polls who have who who encourage their congregation to go vote after Sunday services and uh, and so this was like basically a blatant like cry or, or blatant like law to to keep black people predominantly Democratic voters from voting. Uh, that was stricken from the record. That was that was taken out of the uh, out of the um, out of the law. But I just heard this today. One of the other forms of identification, one of the forms of identification allowed to vote is a handgun permit. One of the forms of identification not allowed to vote is a state-issued university ID, which. Sort of like tells you kind of wow. yeah. what's going on. You so know, that's, that's the biggest, the biggest story that I heard lately. Uh, we went to uh, a, a neighboring town for their Fourth of July fireworks, and they were auctioning off uh, weapons for like the Girl Scouts or something. I don't remember. It was it was some some weird juxtaposition of auctioning off weapons for something, and uh, it was twenty dollars, uh, three different weapons, and. The thing I thought about was, I don't know, Illinois' uh, gun laws are pretty restrictive. Uh, so I didn't know if I could enter and actually win one or not. Uh, and not that I wanted to, but I didn't know if I could. Uh, which I think is a good place to be at. I don't... Would you Would you have taken it if you won it? Would you have um... kept it? Would I have, I probably would have given it to someone so that they could do whatever they wanted to with. No, of course not. Um, no, I, it is I important not, to note I, that I am throwing these, that I am throwing these at you exactly. and not giving them to you. Uh, I feel as though it is in my best interest not to own a handgun. Uh, but I do like spears. So, Spears. Yeah, I, I think spears are great. They're I just just mentally, uh, they are uh, they're a weapon and a very simple shape, but they're like long distance, short distance. You know, maybe I'm thinking like you know if you had javelins for example, you could get a bunch of those. Uh, I like slingshots. I like. I like simple yeah. things. Gunpowder is the real thing that I'm I'm not a big fan of. At one point, you were practicing with like a wrist rocket or a slingshot or yeah, something? Yeah, slingshot. Yeah. Um, that area where we were practicing is now under new management. Uh, Jennifer is <laughs> fine with still shooting her bow and arrow over there, but uh, because the law is now that that is uh, someone else's property and there's a no trespassing sign on it, I cannot go... I will not allow my, you know, <laughs> mentally, I can't do it. Mr. Law-abiding citizen, Paul Goody. Yeah, it's true. But I know, I mean, I I know I am good with a slingshot. I, it didn't take yeah. me that long to, to get good with it, so I should be I should be fine. If, uh, hey, if, if thing happens. somebody tries, yeah, somebody tries to, to, to steal your personal property. Oh, I was going to say, uh, you know, a uh, giant robotic tripod or something like that. Um, but yeah, same, same difference. So uh, last year, uh, Cole Hornaday and I did a panel jumper live, and we had a phone call with you, where you were the um, guy who sold darling monkeys. Yeah, was that last year? What? It seems that was July 2020. That was a year ago. What? It, yeah. see, I'm serious. Like, if you would have asked me, I would have said, like, three months ago, maybe, tops. <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring that up, not just because it was a great piece and people are still talking about it, but Cole and I are doing another show in September, oh. and it's a hybrid show, so we're going to be live at West of Lennon, but, and we're going to have a small audience, but we're, it's going to be a mix of, like, live performers and uh, videotape pieces, and it's all going to be streamed. 
I hope that that is able to happen. <clears throat> yeah, me too. We're actually filming the next panel jumper here this weekend. However, Cole and I want to do another Paul Goody phone call. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. Like, I feel that we 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 shot our shot with the darling monkeys. Like, I oh, don't yeah, know don't, what else. We don't else. want to do the monkey thing. We we do something else. Of course, definitely. Yeah, but like, I mean, you grew you you read comics growing up. What sort of like crazy things did you find in comics that we could make a bit out of? Well, oh boy, uh, putting me on the spot, Ben. I'm not sure. Um... One of the things that we were talking about. One of the ideas actually Cole threw out. Uh, let me know what you think of this. I mean, if you don't like it, don't tell me. But if you like it, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that there's a letter... T- this kid wrote a letter to the editor where he comes up with a new character. And the and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We're not really blah, blah, blah. We're not doing that now. And then, they, and then you know, suddenly a couple months later, that character shows up in the comics. Let's say, you know, it's like... Um, Groot or something, right? A character that's actually gone on to be famous. Yeah. And uh, so we find we find that kid who's now an adult who realizes that uh, Marvel completely ripped him off. Absolutely, yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I, right. have, I even have I even have what I think the turn could be. Oh, what's the turn? Uh, the, the I think the idea is that yeah, this kid's. This kid's thing sounds exactly like, you know, whatever the hero is. But then the kid starts throwing out, like, the other things that they took out. Because he's an adult <laughs> as a kid, right? So, yeah. So something like, something like, you know, either the the character has a, it has a big deal with her mom's boyfriend. Like, and then her mom's boyfriend. Also, there's a little. There's a little. I mean, there's a little sidecar, and his mom her, and, and mom's boyfriend uh, gets to ride in the sidecar as well. And whenever, whenever you're, the mom says that you can't have tootsie rolls because it's dinner time, the mom's boyfriend comes out of the sidecar and says, "You can have all the tootsie rolls you want, little guy. In fact, here's some money. Why don't you go to?" And so, and <laughs> like I said, I'm just throwing this out there, but but the idea. Is that the the child who came up with the superhero kept on getting bribed by his mom's boyfriend to leave so that he and his mom could have some alone time. But right. even as an adult, the guy doesn't <laughs> clock that. I was that's a whole lot better than kind of where I was going in that um like if the kid came up with, with Groot specifically, the, the but the adult I mean, we want to keep the Pound Jumper a family show, but like, yeah. But the adult says, "Yeah, they took out the best idea, where all the branches are penises." You know, this is something or, or, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. And Ben, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that was actually one of the one of the things. And I'm sorry about this, but one of the things, yeah. The thing is that they took out the worst thing that I had for Captain America, which was just huge. Huge boobs, just the biggest, just softest, like motherly boobs. And Captain America would give you a hug and you could just nestle in there. And it was, he still, Those I gotta say, are still American Steve boobs. Rogers, still <laughs> Super Soldier Share. Everything else is the same, but they took away his. Yeah, his, the, that's that one side effect that they don't tell you about in the movies is the is the super soldier serum also gives you super boobs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but in the same way though, Ben, I I then I then was like, well, that's too crass. Let's come up with something else. But but yeah, yeah you, we can we can. Now here's the question: Was this an actual? Can we just not think of it now? But we know what the actual superhero was. Like, does Cole know of a situation where this happened? No, no, we we totally made this up. This isn't an actual thing. Oh, this thing. is great then. This is great then. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Sky's the limit. We can figure something yeah, out. Yeah. So any any I was so like if you want to go that route, then any uh, superhero that like came out like in the you know, I mean we can play with time of course, but somebody that appeared on the on the scene like in the mid seventies, late seventies, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. What, um, in fact, but that's a homework assignment for Cole. Cole can figure out uh, what what character. What character yeah. came out in the uh, in the like the mid? I I think like eighty. 
how old was the kid going to be? Like, yeah, 80, 82, 83 would be good, I think. Yeah, not not quite a teenager, but old enough to, like, understand comics and and re, and write a letter to the editor. So like Exactly, yeah. And, seven, oh, eight, oh, nine, oh, ten. and then we write, we write the original letter, too. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then we have, we write the, the original letter, the first paragraph of the letter, and it says, why don't, why don't you just read, you know, and we, we'd love it if you read. And he's like, yeah, they didn't even print the whole thing. <laughs> they didn't even print the whole thing. And so they read the first part, and the first part is perfect. And it just gets crazy. Yeah, I think, I, I think we can also we can also frame it in that that some that recently went viral. Like somebody uncovered that and we're to, and like outed you. Yeah. Right? As they don't. And Cole and I were actually lucky enough to find your contact information and like Perfect. pretending that it's that it's a, it's actually been a thing, maybe even talked about on like cer certain like comic book podcasts, but we were able to find you. Oh, man. Uh yeah, I like that a lot. I, to I yes, yes, totally. <laughs> and All right. Don't think about it anymore. We'll yeah. call you one of these days. <laughs> awesome. Sounds great. You know, and this is a true story. I, I at one point in time, Cole would like this. Does Cole listen to the podcast at all? Probably not. Have him just listen to this part of it. All right. Um, I, I came up with an idea when I was in college of uh, doing a, a gritty reboot of of our man, uh, man that was that was centered around uh like speed addiction kind of the the concept that there you know because our man is a superhero and he uh he takes pills and then he's a superhero <laughs> for an hour and then they wear off and yeah. and so <laughs> there was this thing where at some point in time they took away the pills and they gave him a ray and when the ray was uh, was on him, the, the he would get the powers. And so I came up with this idea for a story where he still takes the pills. He just turns the ray on. <laughs> and then while the ray is on, he takes the pills. And then he's like, yay, I did it. And I had, I had a pitch. If I still had the pitch, which I don't, uh, I had a pitch to, uh, I believe it was DC that was doing Iron Man. I did a pitch to them, but it could have been... I, I believe it was DC, but if I'm wrong and it's Marvel, it's fine. It was a long time ago. Uh, I did a pitch, and if I had the thing that they wrote back to me, uh, I would read that, and it would be great, but I don't have it. Uh, which is that I had, like, his original dad dying. Uh, be Like, like over... Like overdosing on it, he was an old guy, and his heart just gave out, and he was like, you know, punching guys, and his fists were bloody, and he was like all messed up, and they were like, "Yeah, a main character dying is not good. We can't do this." And I wrote back something like, "I'm sorry that you guys don't have any vision. It was a horrible, a horrible <laughs> exchange." Um, so I would I, be, I would be channeling that version of myself yeah to this yeah. thing and and talk about how you know they went a different way um you know they they made can't they made gambit cajun i thought he should have been french i he was throwing baguettes instead of that's not what we're doing we're not doing that one i'm just throwing it out there as he was throwing baguettes that's how it starts right it starts with just normal things and then he goes and also, just the the idea of the menage a trois is a very important part of French culture, and the <laughs> fact that that was one of his superpowers was uh, people just didn't they didn't understand what I was going for, and people said that I was too young to even know of that concept. But like I said, <laughs> that was something that was very important to my mom's boyfriend. And she didn't like it, so I wrote it into the comic book for him. And he said it was the greatest thing he ever read. You know, or whatever. I'm just, like I yeah. said, throwing that out there. Yeah, we, can, yeah. we can figure out how to actually do it and, and stay yeah. family-friendly at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't heard of Our Man, but knowing that he takes pill, uh, pills to become yeah. a for an hour... 
it's a it's a little ripe for the whole if your superhero lasts more than four hours, consult your <laughs> Doctor Doom or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was also Dial H for Hero. Do you know about that? I I've heard Cole of it, but I don't that. know of it. Hey, I got a question. Does Cole play role-playing games? No. <laughs> that not a seems gamer. weird to me, but, you know, whatever. I, I'm sorry, Cole, if you're still listening to the part that I asked Ben to have you listen to. <laughs> I'm not dismissing not, you. He, he doesn't play role-playing games, but he did get into the TV show Mythic Quest. Have you seen uh, Mythic Quest? I think you and I talked about Mythic Quest. Did we? Maybe the last... The last episode, yeah. It might have. It's it's it, 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 like it's all I've been watching on my own lately, and yeah. so I finally finished it. Oh, I finished the boys. That's right. We didn't talk about it in the podcast. I think we talked about it like on the phone together. I oh, think yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. had like a conversation. Testing out the thing. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Whenever you and I. Oh yeah. For those who are, is anybody watching? By the way, one person. For the one person watching, you might notice that my video is a little bit better on the live stream, uh, and it's because <laughs> the router's on the floor now, and that was good. Uh, it's amazing but, but, how much of a difference that made. It, yeah, it really is. really is a lot of a difference. Um, but it makes sense to me, I think, because the signal's already weaker because it's going through the floor. Yeah. So if it's farther away and going through the floor, it's going to be a little bit worse. Um, I like the boys, uh, finale. Yeah. It was good. Ooh, have you been watching Loki? Did I ask you this already? Yeah, I finished it last night. Okay. So get this. The guy who played the guy and you know, the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. Do we uh, want to say Loki spoilers for this? Uh, uh, for Loki this spoilers part? just in case. Yeah. Um, All right. so the guy who played, uh, the the guy at the end of time Jonathan Majors Jonathan Majors was the main character well I, I mean it could be it's an ensemble show but sort of the lead of Lovecraft Country yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a show that I watched <clears throat> and I enjoyed and I did not recognize him <laughs> well to be fair that scene was awful dark he did a really really great job with characterization of, yeah. of that guy. Just all of no, his I little No, I clocked quirks. him. I mean, it's probably a little a little our fault. I watched it at Blair's place, and before the sun goes down, there's terrible glare on the TV, even mm -hmm. if we have the shades pulled. So it's a dark scene anyway, so I, I was able to clock him after a while. Oh, but, I um, thought you, I love when it. you said the scene was dark, I thought you meant like it was, uh, it was a messed up scene, which it was in many ways. No, uh, it was like it takes, it takes place in a... You know, in a dark environment. But However, I, I want to say this is a this is a gripe that I have with Loki the show because I ran into that problem a bunch. Like all yeah. a lot of the season, there were scenes that I couldn't uh, couldn't make out. It was weird it, because it yeah it, it was a very dark like l darkly lit show. Yeah, and there were. A ton of moments where we had to go back and rewatch it with sub rewatch certain scenes with subtitles because we couldn't understand what they were saying. Also, like Owen Wilson basically whispered throughout the entire yeah. thing. I um, I like, but I love I like subtitles I love he, on everything. So Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft so Country, all the different inflections and and yeah. pauses and movements that he did, but. With the, <clears throat> Like acting, Ben. Acting. That he was, was acting. acting. But who, do you know who else was acting in it? Uh, uh, Wunma Musaku, who was also in Lovecraft Country. She played Ruby. Ruby? And Ruby in Lovecraft was, Country was like, I don't remember her designation, like C-48 or something. Ruby was a, good, was a good character in Lovecraft Country. And also, yeah, I did notice that. that she, was, again, she was turned by Sylvia. Totally different different actor almost it seemed like it was great and lovecraft yeah. country season two uh not coming out boo not gonna happen but so loki season I'm, two promised by marvel so i'm glad that both of them are in that because they'll they'll both return in that show then um yeah oh good i got her name right <laughs> oh <laughs> and I it's almost sylvia forgot. not sylvia 
Um, I gotta, I gotta check Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. Graphic novel coming out at some point in time soon, I think. I'm gonna have to check it out and see. A Buckaroo oh. Banzai graphic novel? Yeah, uh, it's a graphic novel, um, or maybe it's a book, maybe, oh wait, it might be a book, it might just be a book. What's it called? Uh, Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. Famously, Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League teased after the Buckaroo Banzai, uh, credit scene. Ah. So, so, 30 years later, it finally comes out, huh? Exactly. And I, and I completely forgot about it. But yeah, I think it's just a book. I need to look. That, in fact, that's what I'm going to do after the podcast. Also, I'm going <laughs> with uh, Jennifer to buy uh, some makeup for her. Um, although I figured out if I was going to wear makeup, what I'd do is I'd darken the under parts of my eyes. That would be my big, that'd be like, my big makeup. Like mascara darken or black eye darken? Uh, you know... I'm not sure. I think black eye darken. Totally. Are you lining it or are you shading it under shading, your eye? Shading, I think. I think. I all think. right. All right. Because that's what I do with all of my video game characters. And I like the way it looks. So I know <laughs> You that just like the way they look? They, they look tired and haggard? No, they look crazy. Which I can sort of do <laughs> just with my eyes in general. But imagine dark darkness underneath. You got crazy eyes. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy good is what I'm saying. Um, crazy I feel good. like there's something else that I was going to talk about that I am not remembering, which is too bad. Oh, uh, there, was a, there was a conversation that was happening on TikTok that I just wanted to, <clears throat> to rein in on. Um, that People were, were arguing about how most people uh, in real life would be uh, zero level, wouldn't even be first level characters. And <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I, I stated that I had done some first level stuff when I was, uh, younger. I believe that to be true. I believe I have done some stuff that would be first level. Um, I'm not saying that I have gotten out of first level. I'm not saying I'm second level. I'm just saying that I did some things. So what sort of things did you do when you were younger that are first level? And also do they, does it last with you forever or does it wear off at a certain point? You got to well, redo I it. I think I... And, and this is where this is what I finally came to the idea that would I still do it? And the answer is no, probably not. But um, so as an example, uh, I would I would say that jumping off the gorge for done was an adventurer kind of thing. I think anything the where what? you could die if something went wrong might be considered. So jumping off the gorge for oh. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> stealing a bunch of stuff, being in the Air Force. When I say a bunch of stuff, I don't mean, you know, tons of things, but, you know, I did, I did get in trouble, uh, trespassing, all that kind of, all the crimes I did, plus my military service, uh, I think would count as at least a first level thing. All like right. I said, not, but, but there are a lot of people who are like, uh, oh yeah, I, I'd, I'd totally kill someone. And I'm like, that's not. It's not a great thing to brag about. That's not a, a super plan. And then I finally came up with it. And this is this is the thing, Ben. Yes, Paul. At slow pace, a character in Dungeons and Dragons is supposed to be able to walk 18 miles in a day. Do you think that you could walk 18 miles and then build a camp? Like, could I cover 18 miles in a day or like the, the speed I walk or would I have enough stamina, stamina, stamina to do 18 miles I'm in going one day? For. Yeah. Uh, at slow pace, I think I could. Yeah. Like, would I be okay. able to finish it in a day? Who knows? But I think I could do it. Yeah. Well, that'd be the idea. You walk 18, you walk 18 miles and then you set up a tent. Yeah. Could you do that? Well, and I was thinking, I is it a new tent or like a medieval tent? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. But the way I was thinking about it, um, I hate setting up tents even if I haven't walked at all. So yeah, <laughs> so 
So and then you I, have to go like hunt for food and find a creek for water and And then I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't want to walk 18 miles. That in and of itself, the fact that I don't want to walk 18 miles tells me not an adventure anymore. Oh, now, at yes. one point in time, I lived in Dorsey, Illinois. I walked to Edwardsville, which is about 15 miles. Okay. Um, and that wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm sure I could do it again, but... The thing is, I didn't want to be in Dorsey. I was at my parents' house. I wanted to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And so I I walked. And my parents were against it. They were like, don't do it. But it worked out okay. I didn't do it again. Um, and I think that was just because um, once I got there, there wasn't really anything. Like, I was at a friend's house. And they're like, okay, well, time for you to go now. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I didn't tell Uh, anyone I was doing it. This was before cell phones. Yeah. So I just showed up. (laughs) So that's something. Hey, speaking of just showing up. Hey, Betty! I don't know if I've ever walked. I don't know if she'll show up or not. We'll see what happens. I don't know if I've ever walked. I don't know what the longest amount I've walked has is in a day. But I did have a job where I was on my feet all day. And I uh, had to run back and forth between, like, uh, cars and the shop. And so I, I'm sure I covered a few miles. So Worst thing you can do is wear a new pair of shoes when you have a job where you have to be on your feet all day. Woof, that was terrible. Oh, man. And that's, that's the thing. Being on your feet all day in general, not great. Yeah. But I was 22 at the time, so I didn't really care. Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah, when I was in the when I was went through basic training, I was let's see, um, I was twenty one. Yeah, I was twenty one. Uh, went in basic training. I turned. Oh wait, yeah, I was twenty one in basic training. I turned twenty two when I was in my tech school, I believe, and. Yeah, that was, that wasn't great. I hated it. I hated marching. Didn't like it. But I think if I knew I was going to go to cool stuff, (laughs) like if I knew that it was 18 miles to a cool dungeon, I might do it. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, uh... would I want to kill things? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. That's a difference between uh, role-playing games in real life that I wish, and video games too, that I wish would happen more in video games. If I had one, like, one thing that I could put in video games, it's that, are we going to fight that tension of, you don't actually have to fight this person. That you could, you could both walk away, and it would be fine. They may not attack you. I had one I of those like... today in the bus tunnel. <laughs> What's that? I had one of those experiences today in the light rail tunnel. Oh yeah, that, no in fact, the Ben, tunnel. when I was talking about that, I was I was talking specifically bus stop encounters. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I was I was walking into the into the light rail tunnel. Betty! Oh, she's coming! Hey! We got yeah, her. I was walking into the I was walking into the light rail tunnel, and what this dude was walking like away from me, and then he saw me, and he started making a beeline towards me, just staring me down. Huh? So uh, he was kind of like in the way it, where I wanted to go. So I sort of altered my path a bit, and he kept he corrected to intercept me, and we passed like shoulder to shoulder. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, and he was staring is. me down the entire time. Alrighty. What's your what's your outfit? Is it your is it your swimsuit? Uh, it's just normal shorts with my swim shirt. Okay. Also, can I mention how much I hate this swim shirt? Yeah. Yeah. You can I, mention it. So yeah, do you want to talk about why you hate it? It's because I don't like having the the swim shirt can i can i tell we them? can stop right here the swim shirt 
has built-in boobs that are unnecessary. We don't have and to I, go any further in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, and I hate it. I hate it so much. All Anyways, right. Hate so, it as much as you want. Never wear it again. Uh, well, well, I'll just cut them out. Anyways, um, so things have been going good. Nothing really eventful is happening. Aside from the fact that I'm finishing summer school tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh-oh, you're going to sneeze? <laughs> no, that was a yawn. Oh, I see. Uh, you've I'm been tired. in... Uh, yeah, so am I. It's almost five. You've been in band camp the last couple of weeks. How's band camp? Uh, band camp is good. Yeah? There are some uh, friends at band camp. Yeah, but only because I have friends at band camp. Actual band camp sucks because it's oh, no. not. Oh, because you're all outside? Have, yeah, we have to be yeah. outside because it's marching band. Oh, yes. But luckily, cool. I'm playing a part that doesn't move. So... That's what are you playing? Bells. Cool. Are there, are there, is there musical notation for bells? Yeah. What do they look like? Like any brass or woodwind or anything instrument. Like regular like half notes and quarter notes on a staff? Yeah. Right on. Can I and go? Some... Yep. Yes. Talk yes. To you later. I want to leave. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Betty, you're <laughs> always free to go. She, uh, uh, Betty's also free to not show up if if if, yeah. uh, if Betty doesn't want to. Yeah, I I I wanted to. I was gonna say that, and then I realized that the tone that I had queued up to say it was gonna sound snarky, and I didn't mean it like that. So I I will I will wait <laughs> and I will have that discussion with her. But, you know, right that's on. something I was thinking about. As kids, our parents make decisions for us. And then at some point in time, they sort of abdicate those decisions. But but they don't let go of that power right away. You know, so a 20-year-old kid, mom and dad go, mm, I don't know about that. And even though they're out of the house and things like that, it still affects their decision making sometimes. Oh, yeah, even people in their 30s and 40s are still dealing with that kind of thing. Yeah, it happens to me sometimes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's the opposite, where if mom and dad tell you to do something, then you don't do it. <laughs> you don't want it. I've got, fortunately, I've gotten to that point where my parents don't generally tell me to do anything. They yeah. ask me to do things. Oh, who was that? Um, the, the guy who played Wesley in Princess Bride. Uh um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Keep it wrong. <laughs> he was he was in Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I was in uh, the uh, the Bravo show Lulwork, Lulwork, the stage manager that we had, and that may not have been uh, their title for sure, but. I had worked with Carrie Ellis, and uh, whenever it was time to go to set, he said, uh, I like to be invited to set instead of being ordered to set. And it was ah. just a small thing, but but saying, I now invite you to set, it feels really good. I mean, it's just yeah. a small change, but it's it's great. As a... As opposed to some uh, production manager saying, uh, Paul Goody to set now, Paul Goody to set. Although, you know, with me and my little quirks and all that, uh, I wouldn't mind that sometimes. That's fine. If you want to order me around, I will deal with it. <laughs> oh, so, I discovered one of, your, uh, one of your buttons. Yeah. Speaking of buttons, look at this guy. Look Cute that as a. Can yeah. I hardly see him. His white fur is getting blown out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Edward, look, you're blown out. Get close. Ah, close up, dog. Oh, oh close up, dog. Look at that. You're so cute, Edward. You can see the ring Sorry light in your... his little puppy eyeballs. Little arms. 
sticking straight out. All right. So, Ben, I suppose what we should do is uh, keep it wrong between now and the next time we talk. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. And also uh, keep it wrong after that as well. Uh, I wish uh, we'll perpetually keep it wrong. To the new uh, season of Dimension 20 that I've been watching. They're doing kids on (laughs) brooms and it's, it's great. Play a game other than D and D. Why don't you? Sometimes people, it's it's. Oh, great. how dare you! D and D's the classic. It's the standard bearer. Hey, look, I am in fact running a D and D campaign soon, so don't let my friends who don't like Wizards of the Coast know about it. <laughs> now they're fine. Lots of them like D and D too, but it's it's just that yeah, the idea that that small creators are being overshadowed by D&D is very true, very poignant. And so it's worth it's worth uh, celebrating other designers speaking about which of course Lane Ma- Lame Ma- Lame Mage uh Ben Robbins company putting out ah. some great uh All games. Right. Actually, true story, <clears throat> Microscope called out in the Dungeon Master's guide as something for people to read. Uh, to get more out of Dungeons and Dragons, surprisingly wow. enough. So that's there something. you go. It's all about it's all about world building, and exactly. uh, so I wish wish all of those indie creators and uh, Ben Robbins and his company a very happy keep it wrong. And Ben, I wish you a happy keep it wrong. Until we speak again. All right, I'll talk to you later, Paul. See you, Ben. Bye. Boom-tong.